So if you know me, uh, I'm a big boxing enthusiast. It's something about the sport that kind of like uh, gets me going. It's kind of like not just the determination and the kind of the grit of the sport. It's the whole chess match that's involved. Like counter and reacting, different styles, how they clash, how they contrast each other. Boxing's kind of just way more than just the average sport where you can just take two people to just beat beat each other up for like the novice fan of person that's kind of looking in from a high level it looks like that but from the people that really eat sleep and drink that type of sport it is so much more to it i would compare it close to like a, a football where there's so much moving pieces as far as like whether you can count that person's jab or you're a power puncher or you're defensively it's just somebody that kind of just resonates with me because i'm just like one of those people that just love strategy of things and let me tell you, if you're not really watching boxing right now, you're kind of like missing almost like I wouldn't say like a golden era because I would just think to me, that's like the, the Muhammad's, the Mike Tyson's, the Frazier. But right now it's just really, really great boxing and there's really different, different like styles, different people that are kind of dominating the sport in their own way, so to speak. The time has come to live your life to the fullest. It's time to embark on a new journey. A journey that leads to emotional growth and mental freedom. Welcome to The Art of Living with your host, Dave Clinton. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Art of Living. Where we take life head on and we advocate for action over perfection. I'm your host, Dave Clinton. Well, today's podcast, today's episode is uh, imposter syndrome. So as I alluded to in the first probably five, ten minutes of the introduction to this this episode, I was watching a huge fight. And it's been brewing probably for like, uh, I would say, five, four years now. So five years of anticipation, heated exchanges, kind of like creating this whole rivalry. It kind of came to this one moment last week. And it's it's one of the big fights. If you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Terrence Bud Crawford and Earl Spencer. And for those who are not big boxing enthusiasts, just walk with me for a second. Like, picture this. Like, it, it, it's fight night. You can see, like, the, the electricity and, and the stars there, former boxers there. This is one of the biggest events in boxing probably within the last seven to ten years. Because you have two, two uh, contenders that are fighting. Both carry belts. Both are fairly, really at the basically at the top of their game, because this is basically a fight for all the marbles. So each box is making like their grand entrance into the arena, and they're, and they're trailed by their crew or their entourage, whatever you want to call it. So first up was Spence. Now, full disclosure, I'm a Spence fan, and I couldn't help to notice a couple red flags, right? So first off, Spence looked like the dude 
at the party that's eating all the pot brownies and you're like, bro, you need to slow down, man. Like that's going to catch up to you when you take a drink and it opens up. Then it finally opens up and he looks high as shit. But hey, man, every everyone, well, I shouldn't say everyone, but people have been there before. You you can feel that. So that's 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 my first red flag. So red flag number two was his entrance music. Anybody that knows boxing, like when you come in off the entrance, that's when you're you really kind of feeling the moment. You got some either you got something like I don't know, like I say like Meek Mill, something that really embodies getting you pumped up for this fight. So Spence comes out. And he comes out to performance by his buddy. And and don't get me wrong. There's just something to it when you look out for your friend and give them that good look or, or try to give them that big look. But he's from Texas, man. He could have he could have brought up anybody. He could have brought any heavy hitter. Like he could have brought up Scarface, Travis Scott, someone that truly represented the magnitude of, uh, of the night. Then came that that moment that I kind of uh, sit up in my seat when when Terence Crawford came in. When Terence Crawford came in, the soundtrack that accompanied that man. And. If you know, you know that that song by Eminem. In the moment till I collapse by Eminem. Dude, when them when them guitar strings hit, dude, when those guitar strings hit you and you feel it, it's the kind of song that inspires you to push through, overcome. Like one of them songs that you feel like your mama's talking to you. You can be anything you want to be in life. I knew right then the fight was over for Spence. As as a Spence fan, I knew like Crawford coming out to Eminem, Eminem lose it. It's just different. The the vibe was different, the energy was different. Like that man was ready for a fight. So you're probably wondering like, what the hell does this gotta do with? This is where today's topic comes in. Imposter something Imposter syndrome is something that we all kind of deal with. It's something I definitely deal with, even even to this day. I mean, I don't think you ever kind of get past that, and it's mostly because you feel like you don't you're you're not prepared for the moment, or you don't have all the information, which is basically kind of like what life is about anyway. Because you're not going to be prepared for everything, but based on like social different confines, you feel like you should be prepared, or you should be ready for everything, and you feel like a dummy if you don't. But it's that feeling of not being good enough or being a fraud or or feeling like you're just going to be found out. And, and even a rap god himself, Eminem has battled it. So one of my favorite, I don't know if you could call it, I think it's just a movie. I don't even like calling it like a rap movie because it just feels like I'm putting them in a box. It was a good movie. So Eminem has a movie called 8 Mile. And White kid trying to make it in a predominantly black sport of hip hop. Uh, he's born in like a tough neighborhood in Detroit. And it wasn't about whether he could just spit bars, but if people could relate to him, if if he was seen as authentic. Because you, you got to imagine like at that time, 
hip hop was really like predominantly an aggressive sport. And you had to have a certain look and you had to have a certain backing. So all these things would have been really hard for someone who is in a genre that is, I would say, like 96% black to hop in and really be respected for his craft, his lyricism, his delivery, his flow. All that stuff would be really tough to break into. So in the movie, during this uh, underground rap battle, Eminem was kind of like in a, in a bad situation because uh, some information had got out about him and the mother of his child. In a such situation, I don't want to give you away a whole situation in case you want to go back and watch the movie. It was basically he was in a compromised position and he knew the next round of this rap battle that the person he was going up against would then be able to utilize that information that he got his hands on to not only change the the whole uh, the whole uh, trajectory of the rap battle, but then to even beat Eminem with this information, so to speak. So Eminem was stressing out about the battle coming up because he knew that information would destroy all the hard work. Like he, he, he overcame a certain amount of rounds just to get to this point. And now he was about to kind of be exposed and lose all that momentum and lose that possibility of winning this battle for situations that he thought made him less than a man. So when Eminem finally got to this battle with this dude, he kind of exposed himself. So he took all the information that was going to be used against him in a battle to use that information to kind of like uh, to stand in this truth, so to speak, to kind of just be present in that information and be and own it. So in the battle, Eminem took the information that he knew was going to be used against him and he kind of flipped it and put it into his raps and took the power out of the other rapper's hand of him being able to utilize that information to first embarrass him and second to win the rap battle. So in that transformative moment, he changes not only the direction of the battle, but the trajectory of his career. So how I kind of apply to us and kind of grappling or getting your head around like your own imposter syndrome so how do you step into like your narrative so for me I would say like acknowledge your imposter syndrome the first thing or the first step to anything for me is kind of like acknowledging that I feel uncomfortable And next time that feeling kind of creeps in, you kind of just take a deep breath or you kind of just understand that it is what it is. Like it's 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 not going away, but it's it's almost like when the when one of those lights flash on your dashboard in your car, it's like diagnostics. It's telling you something, something needs to be fixed. And remember, like those that those feelings are not they're not you, they're feelings. And it's a common experience and it's something that we we all 
kind of feel. So it's just acknowledging it first for me. So then I feel like owning your story is another piece. Like So Eminem kind of embraced his past, his shortcomings, and his failures. And he was just like, this is part of the journey. So it is what it is. I'm, I'm going to stand in it. When you kind of hide from things or they or, or kind of like trying to... When you hide from the truth, it kind of holds power over you. But when you own it, you kind of take the power back. And it's just one of those things that I've kind of learned to respect about myself. It's it's the whole... Sometimes you just got to laugh at yourself. Sometimes you just got to laugh at the freaking irony of life. Like shit happens and you're like, what the hell is going on? And it's just... It is what it is right now. You can't overthink it. You can't get into your emotions of it too much. You just... You understand that this is just part of the path and it's just something that has to take place and get something out of it. Take something out of it. That's the most important part. Like own your story and take something out of it. And the last one for me, I would I would definitely say seeking like positive affirmations. Like surround yourself with like Surround yourself with people who respect who you are. Like friends, family, mentors. Like people who remind you who your, your self worth is. Or when, when situations like self doubt creeps in and you, you, you just feel like shit, for lack of a better word. The thing I'm, I'm starting to learn is. It's so easy for me to just go internal and just want to be by myself. The thing I'm kind of learning, it's so easy for me to go inward and want to be by myself. I don't know if it's a man thing. I don't know what the hell it is, but you just feel like sometimes you just need to handle this by yourself. And what I'm learning that sometimes you're not, you're not, it's not made for you just to handle it by yourself. Because when you're by yourself, you're not really giving good good advice to yourself because you're you're seeing it from an emotional point of view and you might need somebody else that can be it can help you navigate co-pilot so to speak to kind of give you some 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 introspect on why you shouldn't a be beating yourself up or why this is just something that's going to come to pass you got to have a, a supporting crew that can make a difference so i'm just going to leave you with that just remember we're all about progress man we're perfection don't let your week pass without giving these strategies a try or, or acknowledging your imposter syndrome or owning your story, man. Don't hesitate to seek uh, support from people around you and just really build a solid team that can like help you guide and navigate through shit like this. And also, man, if you do me a favor, if you, if you enjoy the episode, if this is something that kind of brings value to you, man, hit the subscribe button. Oh, 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 yeah.